All right, on the matter of the House leader of the NDP, Gilles Bisson, he's uh, been in the middle of some turmoil and uh, the chaos that ensued yesterday in the legislature. Let's find out what the Dickens has been going on in the ensuing 24 hours and what happened today. Mr. Bisson has joined the Oakley Show at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Mr. Bisson, good afternoon. Good to be here. Hello. Good to have you here. Uh, Glad to be here. (laughs) All right. Yeah, it's a more civil and sedate type of uh, uh, an unfolding here. So what happened in the legislature today? Was it more uh, sound and fury again signifying? the, The government came in and they announced at the beginning, they told me actually yesterday, uh, the government House leader, that in fact they would be coming to the House to answer questions today, uh, which didn't surprise me because that's what's supposed to happen here. Uh, part of the uh, the uh, House leader for the Tories said, you know, for what it's worth, I didn't hear you say that, uh, but, you know, it is what it is. And I said, very good. So we had a very tame question period today, and the big difference was the Premier wasn't there. Uh, it seems when the Premier is around, uh, things get a lot hotter because of how EHAC acts in the House and how other people act because of him. Yeah, but or maybe because they're trying to impress him. I don't quite, I'm not sure why. But uh, but today was a very calm day in comparison to other days when he's there. Was Andrea there? Yeah, yeah, Andrea was there. Sits next to me every day. Okay, well, I was just going to say, if he's not there, maybe there's nobody to attack. No, it, what it is, listen, I've been here for 28 years, and I, I've seen, listen, it, it's a parliament. This is not a classroom. So everybody who says, you know, you're a bunch of kids yelling at each other, this is a parliament. This is the only time uh, for an hour a day where uh, anybody in the House can ask the minister or premier a question. So, of course, it's going to get a little bit boisterous. That's just the nature of it. But what's different with Mr. Ford is that he tends to try to elevate the temperature himself. Like, he likes the best defense being a very good offense. So he likes to lift his shoulders, or not his shoulders, but his elbows, and to push into the story or push into the house and to, to sort of, you know, sort of warm things up a little bit as far as uh, the debate. And, you know, that's a tactic that can be used from time to time. We've all used it. Let's, let's, uh, let's admit it. But him, it's habitual. It's what they did in city council in Toronto, him and his brother. We saw all of that mayhem that happened there. And he's kind of doing the same thing here. Well, all right. Uh, it seems like he's getting a rise out of the opposition, certainly, so it's tit for tat. But let me ask you... Well, you know, it actually didn't get a rise from you. This is, this, is this is the part that's kind of odd, is all that was happening was we were, they were answering questions to our, our questions. They were answering in regards to the city of Toronto and the dismantling of, uh, of the change of elections in, the middle, in, in midstream. And all I said was, well, there goes democracy, something along that line. At which point he started yelling at me, that I had somehow mocked another member, which is not the case. That's not who I am. I never do that. Well, the Minister of Finance said he heard you as well. Well, I'm telling you, I didn't do that. You can talk to anybody who knows me. I've been here for 28 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, Gilles Bisson does not use that language. I don't make fun of people. I'm an inclusive kind of individual. I don't do this with my friends. I don't do it with my family. I don't do it with my brother, who's my best friend. I'm the, I'm the guy who says, listen, you can't do that. You have to respect other people. And I understand that just as a human being, never mind as a politician. So, what do you say to Mr. Rashid? He says it's very disappointing. Well, I think Mr. Rashid came to the conclusion he did for his own reasons. I don't know. I can't put myself in his mind. But I know who I am, and I know what I said and didn't say. And listen, I've been around here long enough to know that if I'd have said something intemperate, if I would have said something that was offensive, I would be the first to get up and to say, listen, if I said something to offend, I'm more than prepared to, uh, I'm more than prepared to, uh, to admit it uh, that I was wrong. I've done that before. 
But I did nothing. All I did is heckled across the House something akin to, well, there goes democracy, and all of a sudden the Premier uh, decided to do what he did. And I think what's going on here simply is this. This is a very controversial bill. The government's getting some credit for it, but they're also getting a fair amount of opposition, and they're trying to deflect the channel a bit. That's all this is all about. But you did say you heckled across the aisle. <laughs> Listen, who doesn't heckle across the aisle? Actually, heckling in the legislature is not a bad thing as long as it's not a constant drone. Mm. You know, a member to uh, uh, be in the House and uh, something is said and sends a cl- across a, two, uh, a two-word clip, quip, or a quip, I should say, mm. is actually, you know, at times funny and at times very effective. But what you don't want in the House, and there's members that do it, I don't do that anymore, I used to do it when I first got here, is where you heckle all the time. And I think a good, well-placed heckle every now and then adds to this place, it adds humor, and sometimes it adds a point, like an interrogation mark on something. Uh, but clearly uh, what happened yesterday, uh, I think it was just a function of how Mr. Ford operates. He, his, his approach is... He doesn't have, uh, you know, his defense is to jump in as a strong offense, and they're trying to defend their decision around the city of Toronto. And, of course, we're pointing out what we think are the failures of it. You know, if the city of Toronto wants to reduce the size of council, that's up to them. I'm not going to get in their way, but for we as a province to interfere in the middle of a municipal election, imagine if that would have happened to us. We'd have been swinging from the yard arms as federal, as provincial members. Mm. Well, all right. Uh, I won't relitigate that because we talked about it earlier this week, whether or not the province has the jurisdiction here. But I'm just curious if this is something that, because see what happens, public perception becomes such that this is just oh, yeah. a clown show, and yes. after a while they tune And But look, everybody gets condemned by the same brush. I agree, and this is why this is not good for democracy. And if you see... What happened today, the House was a lot calmer, right? And it was pretty apparent. I think the media noticed that. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things that I've been doing as a House leader for the official opposition, I've been going to the clerks, I've been going to the whip, I've been going to the government House leaders saying, listen, we need to tone down the language in this place a bit. The, the, you know, the constant sort of, you know, edge that's going on when the Premier is in the House just adds to a downward spiral of how that place reacts. Well, really, though, Mr. Bisson, is question period... Uh, in any large way representative of democracy in action? I mean, it's just yeah, a snapshot. Absolutely. You know, it, 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 it's what Winston Churchill once said, you know, parliamentary democracy is the best of all the democratic systems. Mm. There's no perfect system out there, but this is the only system in the world where an elected member of the legislature who's not in cabinet can get up and ask the premier any question or a cabinet minister, and they don't know what's coming. And it could be quite effective towards trying to shift public opinion in order to be able to shift the mind of the government in order to be able to amend policy or or create policy. And it's a a system that has served us well for 800 years, so uh, who am I to argue with tradition? Well, but don't you think the real heavy lifting gets done in committees behind closed doors? Oh, listen, committees are exactly where it should be. They're not closed doors, they're open doors. All of the committees of the legislature are open to the public. But how much heckling and haranguing goes on in those There's committees? There's very little heckling that goes on in the House outside mm-hmm. of question period. There you go. So it's because question period is a much more, it's a much more pointed part of our agenda. It's where one hour mm-hmm. a member can get up and ask a question, and, and sometimes those questions are quite heated. So, for example, you represent your constituency on an issue that's important to you and important to your constituents, and all of a sudden, you know, the government's saying no for whatever reason. Well, you know, yeah, you might, you might raise your, your, your tone somewhat. And it happens on both sides of the House, both the government and the opposition. But the reality is most of us, 
in the House when it comes to regular debate, which is 90% of the time, and when it comes to committees, they're quite civil, and we actually get along. Todd Smith is a friend of mine. Uh, you know, the, there's, there's hardly a member in this legislature who I never got along with in 28 years, because we're all here for the same reason. We have different philosophy, different approaches to how we solve the problems of Ontario, but we're here all for the basic same reason. Well, well stated, and uh, I guess maybe this too shall pass and uh, cooler heads will prevail. Well, once, let's hope. Once we, yeah, we get out of the dog days of summer and the early sessions. Well, and the other thing is that this, this, this you know, mm. everybody's just come out of an election. And it's, you know, a little bit right. hyper-political. So I think the Premier's got to, it was good that he wasn't there today, and I don't mean he shouldn't be there. Of mm. course, he has to be there. But it was good, a bit of a pause. And maybe he'll come back and reflect and say, you know, that's not such a good idea. We shouldn't be doing that as a way of deflecting deflecting public mm. attention off public policy. All right. Well, that's your uh, point of view on that. Yep. And I appreciate uh, your coming on and Anytime just at all, giving us the lay of the land. Okay. Love to come on. Okay, Bye-bye. Jean. Thank you. Gilles Bisson, NDP House Leader. There you go. MPP for Timmins. We get to Pierre Polyev. He's a conservative shadow minister of finance up in Ottawa. Liberals making some news on the carbon tax front, uh, putting some water in their wine. That's next here on The Oakley Show. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.